Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This week on Ocha 90, we discuss Madonna. Hi, everybody. Um, bit Hi, of a boo-boo. everybody. Well, you just missed some top-class banter here. <laughs> I'm just sucked the life out of Judy. Um, but you see, well, I'm glad that it's happened to you because it, it doesn't it just go to show it can happen to any of us, Emma. Well, I think we were just having too much of a laugh there. And then I looked down and I was like, oh, that button's flashing. So we were saying Christmas is over. It is. It's finished. Forget about it. Take off your Santa hat, love. It's over. Yeah, just forget about it now. And even I think at this stage you can stop saying Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know After I mean? the 2nd of January, I'd stop saying Happy yeah, New Year. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, yeah We're in it now. Just it's who just says the it year. You in February, you're just like, fuck off. Oh, no. I mean, it's just, look, I mean, unless that person has advanced Alzheimer's, like, at this stage, we're in it. It's just the year. Up to 90, up to 90, up to 90, with Emma and Julie. And do you know what's really, do you know what's really annoying me at the moment? What, the Emma? <laughs> no, I'll tell you now. A lot of things, but something I can talk about on the podcast that's annoying me. Is, you know, people getting irate about, oh, they've got fucking Easter eggs in the shop already. or they've, No, they've got cream eggs. I'm like, so what? They don't sell them for half the year. Some people like them. If people want to get too sweet, but They're it's not too about sweet, you, Emma. I have the odd one. Are now you and talking again. about the tweet I put up? And I was like, "Why are the shops selling cream eggs?" Did you? What? No, I no. didn't. No, I, somebody did put up something like that, and I'm just like, "Fuck off! Leave people out if they want to have a cream egg. Let them have a cream egg. They're willing to par the hard earned money." I didn't realize they only come out around Easter. They do, yeah. Okay. They're only for that period, so they only last between like January, February, and then. Major. I find them a bit sweet, but that's only because I need to get a couple of fillings. Once I once I've oh, got those. stop! Ever since I went to the dentist, you know when I got assaulted. Oh God! Yeah. My teeth are so sensitive. No. Are they? Are so... you telling me they're worse than ever? Yeah. <gasps> My teeth hurt every day now. What? Tea ouch. I mean, I'm going to be a skinny bitch, obviously, but like... Well, you see, that's the thing. I'm reticent getting the fillings that I am due to get because it does stop me eating chocolate and stuff. Because <laughs> really I just does. can't. I mean, I love a crunchy. I didn't Ooh, touch... Oh, whoa. I'm actually just wincing as you say the word crunchy. For the teeth? I'm just imagining it fizzing in a way on my teeth. <laughs> 
Oh god. I love a crunchy, but I can't eat them now because the teeth. I'm just like You need to go afraid. back and be like, what the fuck? And then I'm just back to a few I, I didn't book another tell anyone. I didn't tell anyone. I don't know. I might try and get a fucking hashtag ad out of her or something. It's just the price getting too much. But I just need a social media profile and then I can do that. I can't. I that be was doing just it. too much. It was the classic thing of when she rang you the next day to see were you okay. That's when we knew something was up. That's such a red flag. I know, and antibiotics and painkillers and all this shit. But um, it's like when you black out and somebody rings you the next day to see are you okay. You know something happened. I know. And then you look in the mirror and you're like, oh my god, where are my eyebrows? Like, I'm basically I'm constantly aware of my teeth the whole time. That's, That's not, not normal, is it? And you've the best teeth. See, probably would bother me I'm more. I'm just seeing my little head reflected in each <laughs> tooth. Like, my teeth are like a completely different shade to yours. Like, mine are like oh. a yellow cream. And yours just pearly white. But I'm quite gummy, you see. The day I that you to. brushed your teeth in my house, I was impressed. Because you were brushing and brushing and br- you brushed did I brush, a long time. Did I brush my teeth? Yeah, because you got bought a toothbrush on your way for on your way to my gaff. You forgot to brush your teeth that morning. Oh yeah, just when you were like that when was you when we were trying to get that big star on the podcast who turned us down. Oh, Do you yeah. remember with the sing song? We I love to release that video anyway, just so people see like the lengths that we go to. Oh my God! We have, to tell, we have to tell Lister. So Alanis Marisette was in Ireland. And we decided that we were going to try and get her for the podcast. Because, oh, there goes your partner and children. Hi, guys. Oh, oh my God, they're so cute. They're going off to get their little Friday treat. They are such mini-me's, aren't they? <laughs> That's Oasis there and the manager in the middle. Oh, gas. I uh, love how Shane's genuinely having the chats. Oh, yeah, they're all chatting away there. Hope they they, they are you so crunchy. adorable in their little duffel coats. Anyway, but let's tell them about Alanis before we we crack on with the episode. So, Alanis was in town and we thought, look, everyone can contact the agent. We didn't know who the agent was, but everyone can do that. We're not going to do that. We're going to make her a video, singing one of her songs. We changed the lyrics, didn't we? What one was? Was it Head Over? (laughs) Alanis... Oh, I can't. What was the song again? Oh, yeah. Your mom. You've already won. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've already won me over. Inspire me. And don't be alarmed if I send you multiple tweets. Don't be alarmed if I something hound you or something with all that I am. Lana's, please help us. Anyways, it was the whole big that, thing. Yeah, it was just... We filmed it. We got Fred into it. Of course we got poor Fred into to it. To play the guitar. Who volunteered, by the way, who volunteered to strip for the video and do an We have to release it. We have to release it because everyone's going to think myself and Emma put it up to put him up to it, but we were literally like drawing on our t-shirts Alanis call me it. and when Fred was like I think it'd be good if stuff. I'm in the nip 
That's what we should do. That was his own idea, though. Wasn't it was. It? He was like, "Look, if you want me to do it in the nip, I will." But there was. He was in the nip at that stage. You still? Ha- I'm sure you still have it. She'd have it on your drive. Oh yeah, we'll definitely upload it. Oh, but anyway, she didn't Christ. get back. She didn't answer the call, and we gave her a gorgeous beast gift. A gift, which we have to give a shout out to my amazingly talented, talented friend Kiki Na Art. Kieran yes. Hackett has got Kiki Art. Jewelry, absolutely amazing. We got her wedding picture, yeah. the wedding picture of her parents, and she kind of hand she printed off, hand painted it onto this gorgeous necklace. And she's big into the Buddha, or the, he's, she's big into Buddhism. So we got yeah. the Dalai Lama as well, and she didn't get back to us. I, I'm, I'm surprised in Alanis, if I'm honest. I feel like if we, well, maybe not now, but I thought she might have replied now. Do you know what? I wonder, though, did something get lost in transit? I mean, she does strike me as a sound old skin that I think if she got the gift, she would yeah. find some way to get so in touch. So Alana's because she probably gets so many gifts. Yeah. And I'm not just being devil's advocate here, but you can imagine she's, I mean, because it was quite a small little package as well. It so it could easily be mislaid. But sure, look, now I'll tell you something. Tell who something? As her is. I went to see Torvalyn Dean. Oh, God. In Dublin. That's one we have to do. Yeah, Torvalyn Dean. Okay. Did they ever get the shift on? No, I don't think so. Well, as the story I goes. I... Maybe they did. Well, I actually don't know. I haven't looked into it. Maybe they did in the early days. But okay. They're both married to different people. Oh, sure. Look at Oh, sure. Look, yeah. And uh, I went to see Torvalyn Dean. I don't know where they were. They obviously had to um, build an ice rink, especially for the occasion. And I brought um, teddies along with the note on them to throw. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about recently you did this. Yeah, it was last. No. <laughs> I, I was, was like, like thank God. Okay. 12. Yes. Okay. But I chickened out. I completely bottled it. But my friend was going like the next day or something. And I asked her, would she do it? And she was like, yeah, no problem. <clears throat> so she throws the teddies on the ice rink. They wrote back. No. Yeah, and they sent me a signed photograph, which was really nice. That's and so really sweet. Nice letter. So, but I was like a, a kid during the 90s. I just spent my whole time writing letters to different companies. And like I wrote letters to different celebrities or whatever. Not that I was like mad, mad into them, but it was more the thrill of getting fucking posts, to be honest. Oh, I mean, post addressed to you. It's like when I used Anyone to write I the met, Sylvanian like, families like, and I'm like, my parents are really poor. Can I have some toys <laughs> oh, for yeah. free? And then mom would be like, why are you getting all this mail from the United States? Mind your business. I think they actually got back and said, maybe your mother can save or something equally heartless. I was like, oh, it's like they saw through my... Jesus, Caris, like you know, correspondence, mani- correspondent mani- manipulations, and they were uh, like, yeah. "No, it's not going to happen, love." Um, but it is exciting when you're a kid getting to re- getting mail. Yeah, I think the best one was I got. I don't know if I've said this before. I got a packet of we got Kimberleys in the house. You know, the individually wrapped chocolate Ooh. Kimberleys. But in one pack there was one and a half, and the other pack there was a half. So I sent it back saying I'm I love when a biscuit when a biscuit Yeah, I'm fucking horrified by this, whatever. They sent me a big huge box. Ah, uh, they always do that. Big huge box. And my brothers, I was at that age, my brothers were like trying to get in on them and I was like, No. And I I probably ate them in a week. Like I I came, I came up with great plans to eat them real slowly, do you know what I mean? But But I it is funny, like, isn't it, how um 
it is funny how like they're so ready chocolate companies confectionery companies in general if you because i used to work but i used to work with this guy paul flannery oh. who's now in walking on cars and we used to like sit beside one another we work in this teddy sales company in dingle oh. and i remember him writing off he definitely did it once he could have done it more than once but it was so funny He'd like he wrote off to this like chocolate company, must have been Cadbury's. Is this as an adult now? To say, ah, yeah, he would have been like early 20s (laughs) to say, like, he found, like, we'll say a crunchy. His Mm. he found his crunchy experience like really underwhelming. And but they totally played ball, like, they sent this letter back. You can imagine them having a giggle, yeah, and sent him like a stash of crunchies. Like, you know, we're so sorry, like, you know, the fault is on us. Blah, blah, blah. So we've, like, hung up the pictures. That was so funny. <laughs> oh, it's gas. And he used to be... It was foot gas because we were, like, working you for a telephone totally company. Right, Paul, no, you No, oh, you wanted to. But he was you just so funny. And he used to come in with these, like, rotting shoes. And then he'd tell you that um he had shoes at home, but he was just too... They had laces, so he's just too lazy to do them up. Like, he was like, I just... He gave zero fucks. It was very funny. You were in fucking laughing. No, I wasn't. I don't I'm even know what he looked like. He was so I'll have funny. To and, him now. You know, oh, he's like, just so and then funny. he was like air calm. Oh yeah, because you're a comedian, that you wouldn't they were find that attractive in men like, to be oh, funny. Oh, there's no wild deer in Ireland. We'd be falling around laughing. We'd be like, Paul, you're falling right. There are no wild riding. deer in, Ar- in Ireland. No, there was none of that going on in this tennis sales Paul, get in touch and tell us what really went down in the tennis sales company. And it was funny because actually the guy that I we had this drawer and I was absolutely mad about this guy who had just left the telly sales company to go back to college when I started working there mm. and I've been scoring him for a brief eight years so like we were still in that kind of like I wouldn't text him you know I wouldn't want to be too <laughs> forward phase but I took it as a sign oh. because I opened the drawer and guess what was in there wow. a pair of his cords that he'd left behind. So of all the deaths, I mean, like we're talking, there might have been spaces for like a hundred people. I sat in the desk. He had left a pair because it was the 90s, Emma. So his like, I don't know what the boys were wearing, Wrangler cords, bootleg cords. (laughs) Cords? You remember the cords? Yeah, I know what the fuck the cords are, but I couldn't understand if it was like a hoodie. I just remember, remember, I remember opening the drawer and Paul was like, oh, my God, they're ex's chords. And I was like, so that just kept me she- shifting him, I'd say, for another maybe nine years. Because right. I was like, but I found the chords in the drawer. Like that <laughs> had to be a sign from the universe. <laughs> Fuck's sake, sounds like an absolute shambles of a company. And then one day I said to him, Ah, oh, sure, look, I mean, they were basically just paying us to like. Was it, sorry, was it a front for money laundering or something? No, it sounds like it a was, whole load it of was, bollocks. It was, it was, I'd say it got an old Gwail took Grant, you know, uh, one okay. of those. And yeah, then it yeah. was no more. And then <laughs> I had a big falling out with your man that I was mad about. And, um, I was so fu- I was like oh Paul do you want a pair of cords and he's like I really don't want, want to get involved in your madness like he was like <laughs> he's like I have a feeling if I took those cords I'd be starting something so no <laughs> walk young oh. cars check them out not that they need the shout out because they're very successful but they're I'll very have good Paul I'll have a look. Do do he just had a baby actually a few <clears throat> weeks ago oh yeah yeah I'm, I'm mad for a baby no, I know. Fred, if you're listening, <laughs> help a girl out. 
<laughs> That's definitely the best approach. Okay, come here, Liz. They love that Just shit. Okay, this week, Emma, it's your week. It's my week. <clears throat> now I'm opening my notebook. Yeah, okay? and that's not a euphemism. <laughs> it's not. I thought we'd do Madonna. Oh, nice, small, easy <laughs> topic. I like it. Nice digestible chunks. What I've really just focused on Madonna from the nineties because it is just it's so vast. Like you could Huge, talk yeah. about Madonna for days. Do you know what the latest is with her at the moment before we move on to the past? Um she keeps collecting children all the time. Is that yeah, her? Yeah, she's six now. But uh, I, I have very, I very, I very mixed feelings about the, the collection like, of the, children. I do have mixed feelings about it? Well, yeah. So do I, to be I honest. I don't yeah. know because I'll tell you why. And if you speak I just to people know. who have been adopted, they have kind of. But I, know. I just don't know. Is it better to maybe fund like sustainable living for these children, like where, like within their own cultures, that they don't feel? I mean, I'm presuming that they might feel a disconnect. Maybe they don't yeah. at all. I mean, the like you know, her first adopted daughter, who's so gorgeous. Yeah. What What is it? Is it Mercy? Yeah, and the, oh, well, hang on. There's Mercy is there's, there's David, David and there's yeah. Mercy, but Mercy always looks like she. I mean, it's so rare to see like a young person looking consistently that happy. Like she, uh, she looks yeah. like a really happy, well turned out young I mean, woman. So maybe I'm life. just being presumptuous, but I don't know because I know. Yeah, there's just something about it. Um, I'm sure, though. In fairness to her, like just even kind of looking into her, because <clears throat> obviously I've always been a fan of Madonna, but I've never really been you know overly interested in kind of delving into her like I have my songs that I yeah, like whatever. Yeah. I'd say she highly intelligent woman I'd say she would go about it in the best possible way but even to remember when she charities in Malawi but sure then wasn't there the whole like religious undertones to that which I didn't like because Malawi is a predominantly Christian country yeah, yeah so like going in with your like religious like you know your what you subscribe to religiously and kind of you know almost rolling over a pre-existing religious culture makes me a bit uncomfortable I'd as say well. she can she doesn't she wouldn't know how to go somewhere and not try and take control oh well Do master you know control kind of freak yeah yeah, yeah. But actually, so the most recent thing that was in the news because I was like oh I haven't heard about her in a while she has been quiet was she the big she, going out with the son Rocco yeah well sure like whatever he he's a young fella she was in New York um, Stonewall Inn in Greenwich for New Year's and there was a big social media, Twitter kind of thing about her arse, saying that she'd gotten arse implant, butt implant. Now, I was like, oh, come on, come on, come on. <clears throat> no one had a look at the picture. I was like, oh, my was God. Was she performing? She was performing. Okay. It looked like infla- like it was inflated. Oh, the two cheeks McDonough, were bigger than her on. head. Now, but who knows what happened? So she went up on her own social media and she put up a a selfie and it was basically like desperately seeking no one's approval and you know basically I don't you know I don't need anyone to tell me what to do or whatever but uh, but she didn't she didn't actually address the issue or she didn't put up put up a picture of the arse going my arse is grand or whatever (laughs) so she's 60 now she's going to be 61 this year and when you look at recent photographs of her she does look like some mad that's on the Prosecco that's gone mad for fillers. I have to say it. I'm Too a big many fan fillers, of her, yeah. But the hair extensions are mad and the face is 
I mean, it's borderline out of control. But then, I mean, it's what getting options? a big cat woman now, it isn't is it? It is getting a big cat woman, yeah. But I mean, she can take, she can get rid of the fillers. I mean, Courtney Cox had the fillers and she got rid of them. I'm still a big fan of her, but I'm kind of like ease up on the face. But then, you know, being like a part-time comedian in Dublin and part-time, you know, customer care uh, representative, uh, it's not the same pressures for me. To have well, a face don't like put that. yourself down no, no, you're I can't. still under pressure you know <laughs> now do you know what I just yeah like I love Madonna I love the fact that she gives zero fucks I mean the whole thing with connecting children does make me a little bit uncomfortable the addiction to fitters I'm like step away love but you see I think with a lot of it with Madonna is there's probably no one in her life that she would listen to no, I would say like not. if somebody said, "Listen, you look great as you are. You don't need a fake no. arse at 60. So even just because I was looking at her, like say over the nineties, I was like, "What was she up to?" Even just in that decade, just take that decade, she changed and did so much. So I mean, what do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about the music? Do you want to talk about the movies? Do you want to talk about the fellas? Where um, do you want to Let's delve? talk music first. Okay, we'll go to the music first. So Vogue. Big single of the nineties. Heard of it, yeah. So that's I. That's from the I'm Breathless album. Okay. You know Vogue, don't you? Yeah. Vogue, Vogue. Are, Vogue. are you for real? <laughs> I didn't know there for a second. Erotica. Hello, so I then was, she completely listen, changed. I was. I honestly, I was literally in the George. I'd say three nights a week in college. Oh yeah, I thought you said oh, say three are nights you for ago. Real? Like I, I mean, gonna... Vogue was life. Like it was just inject Vogue straight into my veins. But sure, it still stands the test of time. Yeah, that that so song great. has not yeah. aged at all. Then Erotica in ninety two. So remember that was all like <sighs> that was hardcore. Deeper and that deeper was... single from that. Um, bad girl. Like that was all highly sexualized and whatever. Erotica like. was kind of nearly like the. It was so like. Do you remember the video was so S and M E and everyone was like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, yeah. Pe- no, people were not ready for it at all. No, and then completely changed not. again. Age nine. The I end. was not ready. <laughs> <laughs> I was a very I was kind of a childish <clears throat> nine so I wasn't ready for that video dirty. yet going around with her cone bra I was like what is the story with this woman and then she completely switched up again towards the end of the 90s with Ray Light oh I love like Ray Light Frozen and all yeah. Do you know you what my favourite song Because that's when she became see. a mum And she ah, was yes. all And like with she Lourdes softened it up for a while, Who was such she? a mini me And I loved that song um, The face of you My substitute Oh yes yeah, yeah, yeah. Subs- And then you know at the end And she's walking and it's all slow-mo yeah. And then and she walks through the door And closes the door And Lourdes runs up the little, Runs up ah, into her yes. arms and she hugs her and she says, this is my religion. Ah, I love that. That's very really cute. Nice. Frank, give Julie that's a baby, before okay? she... Fa- <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Just please. Please. He's going to be lifting that dice with the star trophies. And you're going to be there cradling your bump. cradling the trophy and saying and you know what it's a double celebration because I mean I just (laughs) found out this week my partner's pregnant we weren't trying and I'll be like I was trying you've lost you've lost (laughs) Julie so she also released the Immaculate Collection do you remember that uh, so that was singles from nineteen ninety. They, 1990. The they yeah, were her best. So that was like yeah. all the kind of like like a virgin, blah blah blah. But she released that during the nineties. So 
I mean, a savvy businesswoman doesn't, I mean, does not even cover it at all. So she did this thing where she released, she started doing this thing in the 90s where she released video, um, video albums. So she'd have the album, but she'd have like a video album to go with it. So she had one from her Blonde Ambition World Tour. In 1990, so she sorry, 1990. Yeah. Oh wow. So she had the album from that, and then she had several. She had like a documentary about the world tour that did really, really well, and then she had like an art, like a video album to go with that as well. Like she really got the most out of everything. Oh, the lads are back from the shop, and with their little brown bag. I can't believe Shane's letting them smoke. This is Friday treat too it's just far. Scabby last drags. Oh Judy. my god, they're so cute. Joe is adorable, isn't he? He is. Ah, oh, look at Tommy. Give them now. Hi wave. guys. They couldn't give it a fiddler. They're smiling, but they're just walking past. But um, so she was the highest, or she still is the highest grossing solo touring artist in the world, best-selling female artist of all time. Whatever. Now, I'm sure somebody's going to fucking pipe up and say, oh, that's not the case. But I think it still is because she's been, she's racked up so many credits because she's been doing it for so long. Yeah. But she's the, still, I mean, everyone would still say she's still the queen. I do want to talk about a low moment, but it could have been in the noughties. Oh, she also had her Truth or Dare documentary, but on this side of the of the planet, of the globe, it's known as In Bed with Madonna. So okay. this is when it started so getting fucking theme. risky, yeah. and this was the li- like, like this was basically life on tour, you know, all, no holes barred, like kind of you know tell all documentary, and it was the highest grossing documentary until like only two thousand and two, so she was wow. really you know she really was ahead of her game. So she she started this whole thing, I think anyway. Somebody wants to say I'm wrong. <laughs> we'll see. But I think she started this whole thing of doing an album and then a video album to like complement it. She had bedtime stories in 1994. Her Blonde Ambition World Tour was later then shown on HBO. Like it just the scale of the kind of stuff that she was doing. And even when you look through all her videos just from the 90s, how much she changes her look. So I just yeah. want to talk about actually some of the movies from the 90s because that will kind of uh, let feed me talk. Feed into the men. Feed into the men, but feed into some of the music that I haven't talked about. So Dick Tracy, remember that movie? She was in that in 1990 with um, Warren Beatty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I remember, I remember that movie to be like visually very pleasing. I think it did okay in the cinema. It was completely panned her part was like kind of a bar singer who was you know already i'm not believing it yeah singer i'm like come on not buying that one madonna too much of a stretch seductive alluring singer people were like come on Uh, a league of their own in 1992 i loved her in that that's a really underrated film it really is actually yeah so loads of great people in that amazing story i haven't seen it was the coach Gina Davis. Gina Davis. Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. So, like, it was a really good cast and a really good film. So, basically, it's... I just remember when she kind comes of set, out from Kind the, of World War Two time. When she comes out from the priest and the and the confession box and the priest is, like, you know, ashen-faced. And then they're like, what did you tell him? And she's like, everything. <laughs> 
I've tried it myself. It does not go down well with father. They don't want to know at all. They don't want to know. They're either they either laugh or they're horrified. That's my experience anyway. Yeah, you're better off going in there. They want you to make shit up. Like they don't like you go in and you say um, I committed adultery and then I killed a man. They'd be like, "Come on, JP, that's not. It's fle- it's Friday evening. Yeah. We all want to go home to our tick beds. Tick tock, tick tock. So you're like, okay, sometimes I lie. And then obviously we see like all of her movies now. During pretty much uh, her big one in the nineties was Evita. 1996, and she won. She defo won the gold glove. Argentina. The truth is, I never left you. All All through my wild days, my man existence. You kept your promise. I kept my promise. Don't keep your distance. Sorry, my daughter just came out there to offer us tea. Isn't she so cute? Just have to say, we're in the car because my house during the day is too noisy, which we've seen. In the car. In the car. Vogue, Vogue, Vogue. In the Don't just stand there. Um, Let's get to it. And what I loved about that film as well was like her first big proper... Like she'd done films, but this was the one she really wanted to do. And yeah, I mean that was the I one she. I remember her saying the director was really that. pissed off when he heard she was pregnant because they spent oh, the whole film disguising her pregnancy. Yes, oh, she's a mad bitch altogether. But yeah, she really wanted that one. I think she wanted it for years. And her, now her music has always been critically acclaimed. That has never really been up for question, and she's always written like most Before of her stuff. Before you question it, Twitter, it's never really been up. <laughs> but for the question. films have always kind of been panned. Do you know what I mean? A fair bit, but nobody could, nobody could say nothing to her. Nobody, about nobody could say. So obviously, to her to she us. was pregnant. Look, I've left loads out, but like, who gives a shit, right? But I'm moving on. To, I want to get this bit. The fellas. What well, was that? It film-wise in the nineties. That was, was she, it. What about suddenly Susan? No, I think that was to be in 80s. That wasn't 90s. No, Suddenly Susan was the show, wasn't it? Yeah, the well, that when she, that's what she, Desperately Seeking, no desperately one's seeking, approval. Her desperately recent, Seeking Susan, that was the film. That was 80s, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, so when, that's what her recent uh, social media update was kind of in reference to, wasn't it? But do you think she does care really what people think? Of course she does. She's human. Do you can't say me want more. Let me see. Yeah, of course. Um, hey, Bryn. Okay, the men. We just, we'll just talk about one quick low point. I've got to get it out of my system, but it wasn't in the 90s. Hey, Brittany. Okay, because I Come was going to... Come I got no, something to listen, show you. Bit Jerry. Bit Jerry Halliwell, wasn't I it? I was going to say to you earlier on, I said, do you know what my lowest moment was? But it wasn't in the 90s. And then Music. we digressed. I was going to say my lowest moment was at those MTV Awards when she shifted Britney or she kissed Britney and Christina and she knew who I felt really sorry for Christina. Christina nobody gave a shit well, she was second so it didn't matter I just yeah and like Britney had that seductive linger she knew I what she was doing oh she did she went in she she just held the bottom lip there like a little sneaky sneaky devil but I did. I think all. I think all the girls felt sorry for Christina because if you go and go out of your way to smooch your mate in front of all the lads for a bit of attention, and then no one even I, gives a shit. Nobody gave a. Sh- <laughs> did anyone even put a picture up of it? Don't know. Like any of the replays, it's just Britney. I mean, that's wasn't really it? Wasn't it? It was that. It was Britney and Madonna. But I, I think everyone felt. We all kind of felt. Oh, 
I don't know. I mean, even that in itself was a low point, though. It was, Real, wasn't it? Do you know what I don't like about it? It's doing it for the lads. It's like, well, girls, I tell you, come on. But you see, she's so savvy, right? I'll get on just... to the fellas then. Because now what she's doing is she has this fucking beauty roller that she keeps pushing. Like, she's Who? Fucking... Beauty roller? Yeah. Like, isn't a paint roller? Like, this beauty roller, like, it's two balls on a fucking handle, okay? And it's meant to have, like, ergonomic fucking heat rays going oh, through. Oh, bit like, of a gloop. Not... Bit of a gloop scenario that... here, I feel. Big star. And she's talking about putting, this is what contours my face, and put this fucking roller on your face. I'm like, would you ever look? Your face that's... is pumped full of fucking pillars. You're te- yeah, you're telling me that's what happened to your face. And she's kind of teaming up with Kim now. So she always knows who's who's the best yeah. one every few years team up with them team up with them I don't think she'd look twice at Britney now oh no if Britney was like standing it, with her frappuccino is, on the other side smooch. of the uh, street no she'd be like hey Madonna she, she'd be like children whatever your names are just keep walking she'd be like how would like what would child you one come child here. two child yeah. three child four I'm in Vegas do you want to come down and I'll finger you Madonna would be like mm, no no, absolutely. No. I'd say if she was even in the room, she'd be like, Look, She wouldn't be bothered. No, thank you. I'll go through the fella. So, Carlos was obviously Lorde's dad, but they were going out for a good while. That was 94 to 97 that they were going out now. Oh, that's quite long term for Madonna. Yeah. That's 120th yeah. of her life. Because she's meant to be. Basically, she was going out with this guy, Chris, in 98. Pally, We've all Ello, gone out with a Chris he was kind of this in 98. Who <laughs> was this bad boy. Oh, yeah. Police informant. Gone, we know Chris. You know Chris, right? He was she a police out, informant. Yeah. She went out with a few women. She went out with Dennis Rodman in 94. Was she actually bisexual then? Well, she went out okay. with two women. She went out with um, Ingrid Carreras, who was a nightclub owner, and then Jenny... Sue Mizu, who was an actress slash model. She was like American Japanese uh, model. Okay. Okay. So that kind of color, well, I mean, I suppose it's still kind of tokenism, I isn't know, it? But that colors yeah. the kiss with Britney a bit. Because I thought she was just going to hijacking other people's sexuality to, ple- to, to get on board well, with the lads. See, I but I mean, she was always. She was always very interested in sexuality. So there was this big thing on that Blonde Ambition tour. All her all her dancers were male and they were gay. And she encouraged them to express their sexuality and the fact that they were homosexual on stage. She was like, be who you are, whatever. Mm. But a lot of people who featured in that documentary are kind of like, who spoke about what they, or not featured in the documentary, but a lot of people who wrote about it afterwards are embarrassed now about how they spoke about it because they thought like, oh, all these gay dancers and everything like this is too too much this is crude whatever but she was ahead of her time she was just saying to her dancers guys i i love you you Express just be yourself yeah all that yeah. kind of thing yeah but sure, that's why look the gays loved madonna that's what you got come on because she embraced them she and did. she gave them all a job did. yeah and they didn't have to pretend they had girlfriends or whatever you know and they didn't have to pretend they were into her they could all just be like oh, we're actually all into each other yeah, yeah. So she was obviously real confident. kind of fluid. Oh, can this guy get out? Should I'm I move sure he my can. car? I know he. Well, maybe move back. Maybe okay. a little. I don't I'll know if he's waiting a little. for you. But um, Dennis Rodman, that was another guy that she went out with. That was 94. Dennis. But now you'll be interested in this. She admitted yeah, that she did have a relationship, a long-term relationship with Tupac Shakur during the <gasps> 90s. Not my Tupac. Yeah, yeah. 
Not my Tupac. This is sweeties. Yep. No. So she was on David Letterman and she said. Of course she would be with Tupac though when he's like so divine. Well, like, which, come on, of course. So and so intelligent she was talking about herself. She was talking about a David Letterman interview like, uh, you know, years later after the fact. And she said, at the time I was dating Tupac Shakur. And the thing was, he got me all riled up about life in general. You can just imagine their conversations. Oh, my God. Yeah. So she ended up kind of, but she had a really bad interview and she ended up being like a bit of a sarky bitch or whatever. But she she wasn't blaming him in a bad way. But she was basically saying, I'd just been hanging out with him all day and he'd been getting me all fucking irate about everything all excited and she went on the interview and she's like yeah fuck it what, what you know yeah 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 a bit leery a bit what but she said yeah Say they had a wild time <laughs> yeah because he's so like he i mean i don't know anything about her other partners so i don't want to you know be insulting to them but i would imagine like she had really met her match there because like he was so intelligent she would have been really impressed and with one that, such I a huge character as well so like recently she's had a few kind of dancers very hot brazilian dancers that have kind of done a you know a shift um a stint of a year or something or whatever just keeping herself busy i would imagine i think the last big kind of big hoo-ha was obviously Guy Ritchie. She did go out with another Guy English. Ritchie. Is anyone buying what Guy Ritchie's so selling was, anymore? That was I'm 2000. Sorry. But there was another guy, Andy Bird, who's a, um, an English film producer. She went out with him in 97. So she's starting to get a taste for the English fellas. And obviously she'd already been married to Sean I love the way stage. she was going out with Guy Ritchie for two seconds and then she starts talking like this. But she's like, I'd really honestly, like I to think talk she's from so, Africa. She is so like Jerry Halliwell, just, but she just has the talent. Yeah. That's what Jerry would be if she had the talent. Do you, well, I mean, she definitely, I don't know what the word for it is with Madonna. Like she has something. I mean, this it, the singing isn't the talent. The dancing probably isn't really the talent. I mean, does she just have the talent for reinvention reinvention and i i think i mean she's incredibly savvy but she can have she obviously knows she's what a performer appeal is and what performer she obviously yeah. so she's got this fucking ro- thing for rolling on your face now but she obviously would have had more success with like her children's book or she had her own entertainment or she, and she still does have her own entertainment company uh maverick entertainment and uh, Maverick Records as well which she set up so it's a whole it's a fucking like industry it's an yeah. industry yeah but just too we'll I have will to go back to her because there's, there's just too much like you could do two episodes on the Blonde I Ambition will tour. say I will say um Oh, Eamon, my but my best bud from college, Eamon. Shout out to Eamon. He is the biggest Madonna, like absolutely biggest Madonna fan mm. ever. Um, like he would go to a Britney concert wearing a Madonna t-shirt and like do that deliberately just to write. Just so people. she knows. Just so she knows he's at Britney. But if she was in town, he he be at Madonna. Like that's yeah. what would be happening there. Yeah, yeah. So he never <laughs> wants her to doubt like her his level of love for her. But I can remember. Do you remember when she had her fall a couple of years oh. ago? This old woman fall. You know you're old because when you fall off a stage and instead of laughing, people are like, "Oh my god, <gasps> is she okay?" I know. Like that's when you know you're elderly. But he's such a fan. Such a fan that he got multiple, multiple texts from people are okay? saying, "Are you asking? Was he okay?" <laughs> 
That's how much of a fan he is. Oh, Christ. Yeah, when she So fell. he does. I mean, there's something. But then it's the thing. Remember at the time that when that happened, I was like, was that a publicity stunt? Like, you can't tell what. I'm like, has she has she filled her face with shite because it's a publicity stunt? Did she got a plan for like a year and a half time to take all that stuff out of her face and go, guys, we can't let society do this to us anymore. Like, do you know what I mean? I'd say she thinks she does. I mean, she. I'd say she is, you know... She is chasing youth still, I think, which is a flaw. I mean, look, I say this as an exceptionally flawed person, but like she definitely, I feel a weakness in Madonna is the fact that she is, I mean, there's nothing wrong with like wanting to look better and like, you know, pump your arse and your face full of fillers. But I, you do look at like the likes of like, look at like Helen Mirren, and Gina Davis. I well, Gina Davis say Helen Keller. Susan Sarandon. Oh my God, that conversation last night and Helen Keller can never be repeated. Oh, you have to Susan Saran- Sarandon, for example. I mean, yes, to me, Susan yes. Sarandon comes across, I don't want to say as like, as a stronger person but I really yes. admire the fact that she seems to genuinely give zero fucks whereas Madonna's all like I give zero fucks but yet I put my face full of that shit and you just think do you really think you look good like I just think you're clinging I, to something see, I which think was she and has it's, just a, been going so it's a shame for so long that she just she wouldn't be capable of stopping I don't think she's ever going to die I don't think it, I think she is she going to be a share uh, yeah yeah, I'd say she's still. She's already gone down like that 85. road. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's share now. Um, we can't talk about the Helen Mirren. No, we can't. We can't lose the li- or Helen Carler. We can't. Maybe we can't lose episode. the listeners we've built up. But now I do think favorite Madonna song. What was your favorite Madonna song? Uh, do you know what? I couldn't. I couldn't just pick one. I'd have to pick. I'd have to listen to like five in a row that I would love to listen to. So I would love to listen to. Vogue. I would love to listen to like a virgin, obviously. Um, what else would I like to listen to? You know, if I was just going. Do you know what one I love? What I absolutely love it, and I remember on like our third date we were in Galway, and I was not me and you, but my other comedy partner and I, and he. This came on his playlist, and it's such a random one. I was like, I love this song, but of course, what he heard was, I love you. Um, rain. Oh. Do you remember rain? Oh, give me a blast of rain. rain. Oh, can I can I play oh, a bit? Away yes, yeah, yeah and it's got that thing. rainy where she's brunette. Hang on, like let's just play a little segment rain. before we wrap this baby up. Um, yeah, look, and I could be totally. I don't want to be. Just, I'm very torn about the whole adopting kids thing. So I don't want people to think that I'm being because I genuinely am really torn about it. I don't know where I stand on it really. I think I think most people feel like that. Oh yeah, that real that beat. Oh, I just want to kind of. I'm going to kind of fast forward. Myself it. now. She was great at those low notes. Bless her. Oh, come on, Matana, get the. And, and do you remember all the water the coming down and waiting out? Yeah. It's getting into it now. <laughs> Listener, are you still with us? Just once. That's all I want. Rain. 
I've been Jeannie Shea. I've been Emma Doran. <laughs> We're just gonna. This has been Matana. We're just gonna gyrate into the sunset. <laughs> Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Bye. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.